Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Andrew. Hello there, Edwin. Here we are wrapping up the very first week of Hebrews. It has flown by. It certainly has. I mean, here we've had five episodes over this entire week, and it feels like nothing more than an hour to an hour and a half. You know what? Uh, I'm still hoping that we get a couple of emails in to give us their Hebrews jokes. <laughs> if you make Edwin laugh, we'll 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 read it in the podcast, or or an, as an outtake, or as an outtake. Yeah, who knows? But you'll you'll hear the best of the best. Yeah, and so that's text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. What or, else has been going on this week, well, Edwin? Or if you have something serious to share with us, also we we would like that. I guess we're just really wanting to read an email this we, week. We want an email. <laughs> Just to let us know you're there. Well, what else is going on this week is that on Sunday, we mm-hmm. will be continuing our congregational worship Sunday's and Sunday's Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sunday is Sorry, Mother's Day. Sorry, just had to say that out loud. Sunday is Mother's Day. Day. Okay. Let's remember and, and, that also. And what else is going on this week, Edwin? <laughs> it is also the Lord's Day. Okay, yes, yes. And the congregation will be meeting and worshiping on Sunday morning, and we'll have our classes for all ages. If you're here in the Tampa area, we are having a class that's going through Hebrews to discuss this, reading it and remembering some of the things that uh, we talk about here and that our congregation is getting from reading it together every day of the week. Love for you to be a part of that Sunday night at five o'clock. And to that end, we just started a new quarter of Bible classes. So it's a great time to come out because that's the best time. Get in at the beginning of a class. It's a new time. Everything is just starting. So, all right, let's go ahead and read Hebrews chapter one again. All right. We kind of got in habit this week. I'm almost, it's almost reminding me of the Psalms where we just read some different translations of the whole chapter. So well, I figured let's do that again. It's this, today. when you have shorter chapters, it's easier to do. So I've yeah. got the NIV here to read Hebrews chapter one from the New International Version. Hebrews one. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. For which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son, today I have become your father. Or again, I will be his father, and he will be my son. And again, when God brings his firstborn into the world, he says, Let all God's angels worship him. And speaking of the angels, he says, He makes his angels spirits, and his servants flames of fire. But about the son, he says, Your throne, O God, will last forever and ever. A scepter of justice will be the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. He also says in the beginning, Lord, you laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will wear out like a garment. You will roll them up like a robe. Like a garment, they will be changed, but you remain the same, 
and your years will never end. To which of the angels did God ever say, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet? Are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? Yesterday, as we were talking about Jesus being creator, it, uh, it, it really hit me from that standpoint of remembering who Jesus is, even while he was in the world. And so I got, got kind of excited and caught up in talking about that. And one of the things I wanted to make sure we hit as we recognize Jesus and his difference from the angels and his, the fact that he is the Son of God and mm-hmm. God the Son was, was this idea that with creator, he is also the judge, Oh, in the yeah. sense that what what we find in this this one psalm that is attributed or the the, the Hebrew writer saying is about Jesus, you Lord laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning. The heavens are the works of your hand. They will perish, but you remain. Yeah, they yeah. will all wear out like a garment, like a robe. You will roll them up like a garment. They will be changed, but you are mm-hmm. the same, and mm-hmm. your years will have no end. Yeah. Yeah. Understand that Jesus, as creator, he is also judge. Mm-hmm. And what he has brought into existence, he can take out of existence. Okay. And that is what's going to happen sometime. And that another reason why we need to give our allegiance and our fealty to Jesus, putting our faith and our trust in him, honoring, glorifying him, living for him. He is the king. He is the ruler. He is the creator. He is the judge. And there's going to come the day when he takes all of this and he rolls it up like a garment and he changes it. Yeah, I mean, that's spoken to in Second Peter chapter 3, right? When we were talking about how it's by this word that there's creation. Oh, yeah. But it's also spoken to in Second Peter 3 that by his word there will be an incredible uncreation. In Second Peter chapter 3 and verse 5, For this they willfully forget that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of water and in the water, by which the world that then existed perished, being flooded with water, but the heavens and the earth, which are now preserved by the same word, are reserved for fire until the day of judgment and perdition of the ungodly. So the word, the word of God brought the world into existence. Yes. And the word is pointing to a destruction that is going to come, yeah. which the, the, the lynch between those, the hinge between those is actually at the beginning of Hebrews 1, where it talks about the fact that this universe is upheld by the word of his power. Yep. Once that word that is upholding the universe is removed, Mm -hmm. then what is left is the fact that the word Mm -hmm. is preserving it for judgment and destruction. We want to be on the word's side. Yes, we do. When that happens. Yeah, we do. We we don't want to get caught up in the worship of angels. We don't Mm -hmm. want to misunderstand who really is God, who really is the king, who really is the sovereign ruler and lord of the universe. We want to follow Jesus. I was going to say, but all of this talk about this creation, the ending of this creation, God remains, uh, Jesus remains, the, the talk about the angels, I mean, it, it, it does open our eyes, or I guess it help us to understand that there are these spiritual realities. There are things going on and workings really beyond these five senses. Yes. All of this is predicated on the fact that we live in a cosmos— Mm. A universe. Now, that's one of those Greek words that's spelled very similarly in English. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's right. We could say cosmos, <laughs> and that, that's English. Now it's English. <laughs> it's English. I knew you were reading Greek there because you said cosmos. Cosmos. But cosmos is the English. That's exactly yeah. right. We're in this cosmos, this cosmos, that that is not just what we can touch, taste, feel, see, and hear. We are in a cosmos that has a spiritual realm as well. Mm-hmm. It's not just the laws of gravity and inertia and Newton's physical laws. It's it's the the laws of thermodynamics. Mm-hmm. There are spiritual laws that govern our universe that we need to grasp. And I'm glad you brought this up because the very first, the last verse, the very last verse of this chapter yeah. actually gives me a great deal of comfort, even though I don't fully understand it. Yeah. Because what it points out as it's talking about the angels, are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? Hmm. Here's the writer of Hebrews. Jesus has come into the world. He's lived. He's died. He's resurrected. He's ascended to the right right hand of God. It says he did that to purge us of our sins. And all of that has already happened. And what the Hebrew writer is telling us is that there is still a ministry, a service that angels are performing. Mm -hmm. There is still a work that angels are doing. He says, are they not ministering spirits sent out? This is going on. This is, this is happening. And I don't, I don't know what it is that they're doing. I don't know how they're involved. I, and I, I certainly look, if somebody is going to tell me they've seen an angel, I will admit I'm very cynical of that. I don't uh, I don't see anything in the New Testament that would suggest that we would see that again, because the angels aren't being used to convey God's will. Yeah, you have the son who is the messenger. That's right? exactly right. And so so I don't expect any of that. But what I know is God is still caring for us. Yeah. God is still working on our behalf. And, and he is using angelic beings to minister and serve on our behalf. And I don't have to know what it is that they're doing to take comfort that they are doing something. Well, what I, one of the things that I find comforting in this is is the connection between Christ and His people that we see in the first four verses about what He inherits, and then when we come to the end of the chapter in verse fourteen, there are ministering spirits for those who will inherit salvation. And I guess I, I sort of think of it like this: that by the end of this chapter, I see that the angels are servants to the Son for the functions and purposes that they have, Mm. but that he has a people, uh, Christians, who are servants to the Son. And we are looking forward to an incredible inheritance and that of salvation. And these servants are helping, serving, ministering somehow as we are on our way to that. Yeah. There is an entire realm that we don't see, and we won't see, and we don't know what's going on there, but it is going on. It is there. Every once in a while throughout Scripture, the veil is taken back. Mm-hmm. I think all the way back in Second Kings chapter 6, yeah. when Elisha the prophet is being hunted down by uh, the king of Syria, because Elisha keeps telling him, where the king of Syria is going to be. Right, right. He sends all of these horses and chariots. And in Second Kings chapter 6 and verse 15, Elisha's servant arises and he looks out down the hill and he sees all these horses and chariots and he's crying out to Elisha, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And Elisha says, do not be afraid for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. 
Then Elisha prayed and said, O Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. And when the Syrians came down against him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Please strike this people with blindness. So he struck him with blindness in accordance with the prayer of Elisha. Now there's a couple of things there. Yeah. Namely, that here is this angelic army. Mm-hmm. Elisha knew that he was there. I don't know yeah. that Elisha saw him. It may be that Elisha yeah. just knew they were there. And so prays because of his faith that God would open the eyes of the servant. And now the servant sees him. You know, the interesting thing is, is that now having seen this army of angels, what I expect the next thing to be is the army of angels go and attack the army and yeah. there's this big battle. But that's not what happens. Yeah. Elisha prays that they will be struck blind. So something else happens. But we've got this army. Here's what I'm seeing. There's so much today that people look around. I mean, I know I get caught up in it just thinking, well, the enemy is too great. The the, the pushback mm. is too hard. What's yeah. the point? What, I'm, I'm sometimes like this servant. What are we going to do? Yeah, just we're look, surrounded. We're surrounded. And look at all the sin and all the attack and all the enemies and, and all the success they seem to be having. And I need to, hey, Lord, open my eyes. Not that yeah. I Not that I really expect him to show me the angelic army. But it's there. It's there. It, it's it's there. The battle is being fought they're and being surrounded. waged. Yes, that the they're en- surrounded. The enemy is surrounded. We're not surrounded. We're not, they're surrounded. And God is going to make that work. However, it's going to work for His glory and for our salvation. And putting my trust that God has not left us alone, mm-hmm. and and just having that faith. What a powerful, powerful thing it is. It is, and and not to disparage angels in any way. That's not what this has been about. It's about understanding the the roles and the and the order yeah. that that has Christ on top. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's been a good week. I it look has. forward to the Lord's Day. Hope folks can come out with us and we'll we'll be here. Go to christiansmeethere.org to get directions and location and times. We'd love to see you. Send us an email, text talk at christiansmeethere.org. We'd love to know what you're getting out of the text. And uh, let's just go ahead and wrap up the week with a prayer, Andrew. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, Father, for uh, a little bit of peeling the curtain back in your word. And even in Hebrews chapter 1, as we have contemplated some this week, the role and the uh, glory of angels and rightly accorded to them, Father, by your creation, but in order to magnify the greater glory of the Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and that they worship Him and they serve Him. And that is a very good and proper example for us to worship and serve the Lord always according to your purposes. Father, we are encouraged today that we are not alone, but you are for us and you minister us in ways seen and unseen. But Father, we trust in your goodness and all of it. And so we walk by faith to bring glory to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. 
Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna! Christ is captain of the mighty throne.